All right, Friday. Right. Um, oh yeah, I guess so. I'll host host this one. This one's my episode. Um, I'll, host I'll be leading this, one. this segment. <laughs> you listen. You're listening to being Jim Davis. Um, and always at this point in the podcast, between the name of the show and the tagline, we reach into the mailbag. Received an email here from friend of the program Ryan Pfeiffer. He sent this to. Robocop summary challenge 9920 <laughs> at beingjimdavis.com. This is uh, Robocop Corner week one. Uh, Rifi writes, Dear Davis Cousins, it's Ryan Pfeiffer, the guy who writes your synopses. I figured <laughs> that's how we think of him now. <laughs> I figured I should also write a synopsis for the movie Robocop since neither of you has, have seen it. But then I heard you guys mention an idea for a podcast where one minute of the movie RoboCop would be covered in each episode. And that just sounded too stupid not to do. So I will instead be emailing you once a week, summarizing the movie RoboCop minute by minute. This, I'm not, I'm terrified that Ryan will follow through with this. Minute one, a camera hovers above the city of Detroit as the logo for the movie RoboCop appears on screen <laughs> with a sweeping score. The logo gets ever closer until it envelops the screen and turns to static. I like that Ryan doesn't tell us what the logo is, just it's the logo for the movie <laughs> RoboCop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> About 16 video displays appear on screen with dramatic worldly events happening on every display. One by one, they each flip revealing the faces of one man and one woman, alternating on each display. As an announcer introduces the television program Media Break, each display zooms out to reveal two news anchors. The wall of video displays breaks apart to reveal the two anchors sitting at a news desk. This is pretty dramatic. The male anchor introduces himself as Casey Wong and the female anchor as Jess Perkins. Casey describes their top story, the unveiling of a neutron bomb in the city of Pretoria, which they refer to as their last line of defense. Okay, that, I'm just going to keep going, but I have many questions about that. Jess then begins to describe a story about the President of the United States experiencing a power failure during his press conference from the Star Wars orbiting peace platform. Well, that's it for this week's RoboCop Corner. I will probably continue sending these until you ask me to please stop. See you next week for Minute 2. Shouldn't it just be Robo Corner? Yeah, I'm confused about this neutron bomb in the city of Pretoria, but, you know, it is what it is. I'm confused about all the Star Wars mentions. Uh, Jonathan, we also got an email from Joe Rothenberg Animation. Oh, uh, this was sent to statistics at beingjimdavis.com. Uh, Joe writes, hey, howdy, hey, I can't believe it's already time again. Time to guest host Being Jim Davis. Seriously, this is bizarre. I last hosted like nine months ago. Unlike some of your saner guest hosts, I haven't fallen off the horse. I listen to every episode and I'm an otherwise fairly normal person. In fact, being Jim Davis in a time of great uncertainty is one of the most consistent things in my life which feels insane to say. There isn't anyone on earth who would call that healthy, not even the two co-hosts of Being Jim Davis, especially the two co-hosts of Being <laughs> Jim Davis, but it's true. Other podcasts take entire weeks off for the holidays, but not Being Jim Davis. It's always there every day, 
even if it sometimes get posted a week late or the entire week's audio is all in one episode or some new innovative editing error. <laughs> True. For me, part of the charm is that the production is both absolutely slipshod and unfailingly reliable. And that's something only I and a handful of BJD devotees can truly appreciate. And then Jonathan, uh, Joe goes on to note uh, that we now have more episodes than the podcasts, My Brother, My Brother and Me, This American Life, uh, the TV show, The Simpsons, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, and the TV show, Let's Make a Deal, which only had a, a pitiful 1,395. Apparently we have yet to surpass Sesame Street, which had uh, 4,591, Wheel of Fortune, which had an even 5,000, and Jeopardy, which is at 9,200. And then Joe writes, aren't those facts fun? I defy you to say they're not fun, Jonathan. I think say, he's I, here. He's here on the program for you to tell him that his facts weren't fun. I, I, I think it's fun. I, I think it's, I think it's tremendous fun. I like that. Uh, That's all the, the shouting only, I have in me. Like generally, the only shows that have done more episodes than us are they seem to all be game shows. Mm-hmm. It's basically, I think is interesting. The um, game shows in the news. I didn't include it. Yeah, in the news. The news. <laughs> I brought, meet the press probably has more. But. How many episodes of yeah. the news recorded? <laughs> yeah. Can, can uh, I tell y'all though? Like seriously, over the holidays, <laughs> we went to visit her family in Kansas City, and oh. uh, uh, you know, I would, I, I would need kind of like my own introvert time sometimes sure, be like yeah, the family for, for yeah hour. sure so, yeah and, and and y'all were the only podcast <laughs> coming out every day everyone else huh. take like a two-week vacation so i i was listening to being jim davis <laughs> you know they'll they'll right. let you listen to back episodes of a lot of podcasts even if there That's isn't true. a new one it's my understanding I've, I've, pretty caught up most wow. of the podcasts i really like i've listened to most like the back of i have i have something like 160 being jim davis episodes left and that's out of 1900 <laughs> almost 2000 so, so i hope I'm you listen at like 1.5 speed or or at 0.25 speed yeah yeah gotta stretch it out yeah. it's the tantric style okay uh, this is the Bachelor Mag of Podcasts. My name is Christopher Winner, and I'm Jim Davis. Oh, good. I was worried you wouldn't remember to do a tagline. <laughs> My name is Jonathan Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Joe Rothenberg, and I am Jim Davis. Jonathan, Joe. Today is Friday, November 18, 1983. Today we're reading the 1979th ever Garfield strip. 1979, famously a year that existed in the world. That is all. It's a part of time. That's good. In today's strip, perhaps the longest Odie's tongue has ever been. Oh, that is long. Okay. Panel one. Listeners, I don't know what to tell you. Garfield's there. And he's like leaning against it. He's on the floor, leaning against a table leg. He's got his arms sort of behind his head. You know how you lean back and his legs are crossed. And I feel like Joe can maybe explain the details, but something just looks off. He doesn't look relaxed. Um, Off about his legs? Yeah. Is it the the way, like his legs sort of crossed at the waist? I don't know. 
Mm-hmm. Something mm. looks yeah. wrong to yeah. me. Yeah. He's got one, his, his right leg is over is crossed over his left knee. Mm. But, it might be that both legs are in front of his stomach. So that might be it, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the, mm. you think one would be on one side of the stomach and the other on the other side. I, I don't know. And so yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Weird. Oh, you know what it is to me is that like it looks like his leg is real narrow all the way up to the the torso. It's, it seems like mm. he doesn't have that big like flank that that cats have. Mm. Yeah, you know? and he has in different circumstances. Like when he's sitting down, he has a big old flank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this is awkward. stripes on it. Yeah. No. What's going on with that? Like sometimes his upper leg has stripes on it, and sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like when he's mm-hmm. sitting there's stripes on that fucker right i don't i don't think they've like brought in yet that like you know marvel comic book artist or whoever they had some great artist for like 10 years in the 90s who anonymously huh. you know drew the garfields and, and the mm-hmm. drawing of everything got suddenly got way better and way huh. more resolved yeah, so i don't think they're there yet a continuity wow I, I didn't know about that um, I'm just making that up, but just from oh. look, eyeballing it, just looking <laughs> at it, it, it that, that's a that's a much better artist than, um, than Jim Davis. Maybe ever. he was just really practicing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> One can um, hope. So on the so, left side yeah. of the panel, there's a long red ropey thing hanging down. And it's Odie's tongue. We know it's Odie's tongue. But Garfield thinks, oh, look. It's one of those things you pull on for service, which I think is called like a bell pull or something. Isn't that what yeah. those things are called? That's what the, that's what those things are called. Is there a table leg behind Garfield for some reason? I think he's leaning on the table leg. Is he's, he leaning on it? He's loafing. He's loafing. I would say he's loafing. Does he need the bread? Yeah, he needs the, he needs the bread. That's why he's loafing. You need, you need the bread before you can loaf. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, he needs the dough. You need the. You need the. Oh, I, I, I don't said remember I'd drive. the routine. I don't remember. I don't remember Third base. this routine. What's the ham and oh. eggs? Yeah, no, I get. I I'm with you. In panel two, Garfield <laughs> yanks on the the pull. What did you call it? I called it a bell pull. I'm bell not pull. sure if that is correct in retrospect. He's pulling it for service. He's uh-huh. trying to get service. He yanks it. It's a reference to the famous Sherlock Holmes short story, The Speckled Band. That's what people are all thinking. I'm just, I'll say it. We're all thinking it. There's a bell mm. pull in that story and a snake or, comes or down. Or perhaps it, so watch uh, out. Dorothy Sayers' The Nine Tailors, which I yeah, think is no, also about bells. Does a snake mm. come down the bell pull in that one? Probably. You'll watch out. This, I'm just, you know, that's why I don't have a bell pull. So... Odie is there in the third panel. <laughs> Odie makes an appearance. How, for, how do you get there? Nobody knows. N- not the first time today. Mm. Um, so turns out the bell pull was 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 Odie's tongue, which was alluded to in this in the synopsis. So yeah, way to spoil astute, it, Ryan Pfeiffer. Listeners will have figured that out. We also yeah. find out that that Odie's ears are apparently hair parted in the middle of his head. 
Yeah, that is how it looks, isn't it? Wait, okay. Mm. So, like, Odie's fallen down off the table because Garfield yanked on his tongue. And his tongue is still out of his mouth, and it's just implausibly long. The way Odie, like, Odie smacked into the ground head first, and yet, like, the rest of his body is still up in the air. It hasn't fallen down onto, like, he's just balanced on his head. That's, it seems uncomfortable, if I'm being honest. I'm, I'm glad mm. that didn't happen to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thank you, and good night. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Gar- <laughs> <laughs> Garfield, did, did you say, did anyone read Garfield's thoughts? Oh, no, oh. no, no, I didn't. <laughs> Bring me a Danish and a cup of coffee. Oh, that sounds so nice. It's a good line. I'd love a Danish. Wouldn't I like it, the way Garfield is looking at his fingernails here. That is nice, actually. Yeah. Jonathan, what's your, like, if you just get one Danish and you have to choose, what's your, what kind of Danish would cheese. you choose? Cheese Danish. Wow, you didn't even have to think about it. You didn't even wait for me to No, finish. I had that, I had that preloaded. You just had that ready to go. Yeah. What about you, Joe? Uh, peach? Is that it? Is that one? I mean, you can put yeah, anything yeah. on a Danish. Yeah, I don't see why it's that's not. one. <laughs> what are they going to be like? No, that will not, that will not be allowed. I used to get uh, Danishes from a vending machine in my art class, I remember. Oh, yeah. At, at halftime or whatever you call it. Intermission. Yeah, no, that's yeah. what it's called. <laughs> Your art classes had intermissions? We had a three-hour oh, art class. They had a halftime. There's a whole halftime. <laughs> yeah, we had, a, we had a break. We had a break. I'd always uh-huh. go get a Danish from the vending machine. It's the best kind of Danish. I think it's widely recognized. Vending the machine. A vending machine. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know what you're getting. I mean, that's... Uh, vending machine. Thank you. Yeah, you did. You said it like before we were done. <laughs> Thank you and good night. Thank you and good night. Thank you and good night. podcast was brought to you by the pitch drop podcast network like what you just heard support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop and while you're at it check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows